Good morning. Today is Wednesday, July 28th, 2021. Yesterday we, we discussed the bracha, the blessing before eating. And as I mentioned, we share that with other faiths, other religions, other peoples have that practice. What is more unique within Jewish practice and Jewish law is the bracha achrona, the blessing to make after we have eaten, and that has its source in our parsha in this week's portion of, of Akev. The Torah says, famous line, Ve'achalta, and you shall eat, Ve'savata, and when you will be satisfied, Uve'rachta, Hashem Elokecha, and you will bless Hashem your God. This is an obligation that after we have eaten, that we have to say a blessing, a thank you to Hashem. And that is known as Birkat Mazon, the blessing after a meal, the grace after a meal. Sometimes we refer to it as benching. The word bench is a Yiddish word that means bless. I'm just going to use the term benching because many of us are familiar with it. And it is the prayer that we say after we have a meal where we started with bread, with the brach of Hamotzi. We had a meal. And now at the end, we're going to say this prayer of benching. You will notice that the blessing after we eat is much longer than the blessing before we eat. Before we eat, let's say a meal, we make one blessing. We bless God who brought bread forth from the land. One line. And all the other foods before we eat them, it's a one-line blessing. But after we eat, the blessing is much longer. The benching, the Birkatamazon, is several pages long. It takes at least four, five, six, seven minutes to be able to say it properly. Given that we do both and that they are similar in nature, why do we place the emphasis on the blessing after eating with just the shorter blessing before we eat? So one answer can be found in the context of the verses in which this obligation is mentioned in our Parsha. Because this comes within the context of Moshe, near the end of the 40 years in the desert, near the end of his life, reviewing the last 40 years in the desert. And Moshe says to them, to the Jewish people, he says, You were, uh, God gave you hardships and tests to determine whether you would keep his mitzvos and he made life difficult for you sometimes you went hungry and then he fed you the man this miraculous food that appeared and uh, every single day and the jewish people just had to collect it and it was completely nutritious it had everything that they needed but it was a food that they had never known it was something miraculous something that was new and the reason God provided food in this manner, where every day they would receive one day's amount, they couldn't save it up, and they would eat it, and then the next day more would come. The reason for this system is in order to teach you. Because man does not live by bread alone. We live based on God. We are dependent on God. We don't have 
the wherewithal to be able to support ourselves on our own, although we may think we do. But in the desert, it was clear. If God did not provide this gift every single morning, we would go hungry. So we were living dependent on God's largesse. We were dependent on recognizing that everything we have comes from God. And it was a daily reminder never to take for granted what we have because it comes directly from God. And then Moshe says, V'shamarta etz mitzvos Hashem alakecha l'leches bidrachav liyeroso Be careful, guard yourselves to observe the commandments that God is giving you because you are reliant, reliant on him, because you're about to enter a new situation, a new phase. Ki Hashem tova. God is about to bring you into a good land, a land that is flowing with water, a land with plenty, with wheat and barley and grapes and everything that you're going to need. And when you get into this land, then v'achalta v'savata uveraktas Hashem elakecha al ha'aret ha'tova asher nasanach. Then when you eat and you are satisfied, you must be sure to bless God for the food that He has given to you and for the beautiful land that He has given to you, because He shomer. Be very careful at that moment. Be very careful that you do not forget God at that moment when you have eaten and when you are satisfied. Because when you eat, and now you're satisfied, so now I don't need anything. Now I have no need to think about God. I'm self-sufficient. I have everything. And the danger there is the danger is that your heart will become arrogant and you will forget God and you'll say to yourselves, now that we're in Israel, I don't have to rely on the man every day. I plant food, it grows, I eat it. I don't need God. I'm able to do it myself now. And you may say in your heart, I planted this food. I grew this food. I earned this food. I don't need God. I did it all myself. Moshe comes to warn, be careful, take heed that you do not develop this false sense of self-sufficiency. Because even when you're in Israel, just like when you're in the desert, we depend on God for everything that we have. Even if we planted it, even if we harvest it, but it is actually coming from God. And therefore God says, specifically at the moment when you are most in danger of forgetting me, when you have your own food, your own crops, and you might well take it for granted and think that you are self-sufficient, that's when you have to bless God. That's when you have to have this longer declaration 
that every single thing we have comes directly from God. Remember, don't take it for granted. Thank God for all you have. Having as much as we want, which is something that we all want, is actually more dangerous than not having what we want. People in the former are more likely to be unhappy, in conflict, and spiritually adrift. And this is true in every area of life, not just concerning food. For the last year and a half, we've been in crisis. For many of us, it has enabled us to feel prayer come more viscerally, more naturally, more quickly to the surface because we realize our lives hang in the balance and we need to pray to God. We're dependent upon God. And now, hopefully, hopefully, as we're starting to come back to normal, it will be very, very easy for us to forget that we relied on God, to forget that we had to reach out and help each other, to forget everything that was been going on in these last year and a half in this last year and a half. And we have to guard ourselves not to take for granted when it comes the ability to just go to synagogue, the ability to meet with others all the other pleasures and, and, and benefits and values that we have not been able to enjoy over the last year and a half. And we're not out of it yet, let's be clear. But part at the, specifically at the moment when you're coming out of it, that's when there's the greatest danger of taking for granted what you did not take for granted when you were missing it. Now, of course, there are exceptions. Of course, every one of us wants to at least have the chance to try to be that exception. But the truth is the truth. The more we have, the greater danger we are in of taking it for granted. And the more danger we are in of forgetting that God brought it to us. So at the very least, we have to guard ourselves from getting caught up in what we have, obsessing over what we want. We have to protect ourselves against pushing God away when we are full. Or more likely today, simply taking what we have for granted and not stopping to think that everything we have comes from God's blessing. So it's a mitzvah. It's an obligation. When we eat, and we're satisfied, we're obligated to bless God. But it is also a key step to a meaningful life, not just related to food, but in every area of life. Taking care to save the benching with awareness at the moment that we think that we don't need it, it gives us a different, deeper outlook on life and a different and deeper relationship with God. 
Rabbi Howard Schulweis once wrote, Some attribute the saying to Santiana and others to Einstein. We cannot know who first discovered water, but we can be sure that it was not the fish. Why not the fish? Because water is all about them. They breathe it, taste it, swim in it. For them, water is too obvious to be noticed. Could it be that only when they are caught in the fisherman's net, trembling, gasping for air, the revelation occurs to them? Before we eat, hungry, trembling, gasping for air, it's obvious we must say a bracha, a blessing before we eat and ask permission from God and say thank you to God for what God is giving us. Thank you, God, for saving us from hunger. That's a short blessing. It's enough. That's all we need. But after we eat, we lack nothing. What we have is too obvious to be noticed that it's coming from God because we're full. That's when we have to try harder. We need a longer blessing to make sure we don't forget. And that's the reason for the emphasis on the blessing after we eat, even more so than on the blessing before. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.